Welcome to the Erasmus Foundation podcast. My name is Paul Nugent. Are you looking for answers to life and its meaning? Then this may well be the very podcast you need to listen to. In a series of podcasts, we are going to look at the difficult questions of life and apply spiritual knowledge to find out the answers. Hello. Today, we're going to talk about the fragments. And with us, we have Lord Alt from Spirit, who is a fragmentarian. Now, most probably, none of you would have heard of the fragments, but Lord Alt is going to explain all about them and tell us its history. So greetings, Lord Alt. Greetings. This is Alt. Now, Let's start off with what are the fragments, Lord Old, shall we? Well, we are to take our minds back a very, very long time to way beyond your earth and its beginnings, way, way back to a time when the universe was not to the order that it is now. I cannot say it was chaos, no, because that would be too negative. But it was, it was fragmented. Hence the meanings of the word for the fragments, which were really mostly islands in space. They were not spheres, globes, things of this nature, like your planet and those which you are familiar with. They were flatter. As some were small, some were quite large, and the environment on each was different one to the other. And the peoples on these places were all different according to how they lived on their particular fragment. And also very, very importantly to mention that this was a time, as I say, long, long ago, when those living, we might call them spirits, did not have eternal life. They would live for some time, far longer than man of the earth, and they would simply dissipate, die if you would have it, and that would be the end. But then later, at the time we talk of 
when the great mind came. And he offered to those who were alive at that time on the fragments eternal life if they would accept it. And some did and some did not. That is quite a long story to relate, perhaps at another time. But this was how it was. And those, of course, who accepted eternal life are here now, such as myself. And we have existed from all those times ago, a very, very long time. Thank you, Lord Alt. Now, these fragmentarians, can you describe them a little bit to us, what they look like? Well, yes. There is Was, who is known as the lion of the universe. And he has long hair, like you might have of the earth very long hair, and he has a strong voice. And when he uses this, it is known that Was has spoken. Now, myself, I have been described by my Lord as the friendly artichoke which is her way to describe a little of the arrangement of my hair and how I look. We are all humanoid. We all have eyes, nose, ears, mostly. There have been a few who perhaps would have a very, very little nose, if anything. But all humanoid and looking a little strange to you, as we might at this time if you were to see us, but nonetheless, we are spirit like you, from whom, and look a little different. There are many, many spirits at home who come from different places other than the earth in their origination. And of course, they look different according to where they came from. Thank you, Lord Alt. Now, while you were there on the fragments, what sort of things did you do to occupy your time? Well, life was more sedentary than you would understand in your world. Work was done. I myself spent more time 
in thought, which was really quite active, but not bodily so, as you might expect of anyone living on your planet now. But as a consequence, I was known to have a certain understanding, let us say. Some would even say perhaps a little wisdom. And as a consequence, people from other fragments would come to visit. And if anything needed to be discussed of any importance, it was that we would meet on the fragment where I lived, which was Ulta. I am Ult of Ulta, Ult de Ulta. Thank you, Lord Alt. Now, what is the length of the lives of the fragmentarians? Were they short or long lives? They were mostly long lives. It was rare that anyone had a disease or an illness that would destroy them. This was hardly known. But illnesses did occur in some minor ways at times. And there was one fragment, one spirit, who had a gift of healing. It was within him as a source from the fragment from which he came. He brought that energy within him. It was part of him from where he had been created there. So he brought this healing ability with him and he would visit other fragments and if it was necessary, he would apply healing using his mind. Today, you might, as humanoids, place your hands on someone needing spiritual healing. And the healing would be applied through the hands. But at that time of the fragments, because all was done by thought, using the mind, then the healing was applied in that way. And it was very strong and very effective. But I would say perhaps to give you some indication of the length of time, someone might live perhaps in your time a thousand years. Rarely some, a few, even went to perhaps 1500 years, 
but that would be the limit. And some perhaps even as little as seven or 800 years. So this is how it was. But then life was so different. It was quiet. There was no rush. There was a different appreciation of time. And of course, although we had a certain physicality, we were not as physical, material, as people of the earth. So that allowed us to live for longer. Perhaps difficult for you to understand because this is not part of the experience of people of the earth, but this is how it was. Okay, Lord Lord. So when you died, of course, that was the end of your, your lives prior to the mm. coming of the great mind, that is. Mm. Now, that must have been very difficult knowing that there's nothing else at the end of your life at those times? No, no, surprisingly, it was not. It was simply accepted. That was how it was. And perhaps that is something some people can understand living on the earth who do not believe in spirit or an afterlife, after death of the earth who naturally assume in their thinking that they are to die and there will be nothing afterwards. And perhaps to some that might create some fear, yes, and others a simple acceptance. But this is how it was during the time of the fragments. It was simply accepted that this would be. I can understand that, Lord Earl. If it was myself, it wouldn't worry me what happened after death, because I believe that there is an afterlife. But nevertheless, the family around me, who may not believe in it, would still be rather sad in the passing. Well, I hope they would be, in a way, <laughs> sad in my passing. So I just wondered whether other spirits would feel that when, when one passed? Yes, to a degree, but not to the same degree as it is of the earth. Because one difference is that you, you do have families and it is expected, it is part of your culture humanoids of the earth, that you will have a partner, that you will have family, those who are concerned for you. But you see on the fragments, there was none of this. There were no families. There was no partnerships. We just existed communally and would help each other when it was required 
but life was so very, very different. It was more in isolation, more independent, not for any reason other than that is how it was. Thank you. Very interesting. Now, who created these people on the fragments, Lord Old? Well, when it was expected that new life should be created, there was a particular place where spirits would attend. It is called the Krakar. And they would group as a team of the older spirits. And there they would use their minds collectively and create life from this pool of life, the Krakar. And a spirit was formed, a person. That was how it was at that time. Now, you might say, well, who created the earliest fragmentarians? And that is not accorded in any history, in spirit. But there was always life. And life had been created. From what beginnings? Perhaps there were no beginnings. Just stages in the life and formings of universes and whatever was there before. <laughs> yes. I love it when you do that, Lord. Just <laughs> you just open a door and uh, the, the universe gradually just gets bigger and mm -hmm. there's much more to life out there than, Indeed. than we know. Indeed. And, and probably difficult to explain some of it, I would have thought, to, yes. to us. All I will tell you was before the great mind came and brought the universe into the order that is now with our spiritual home, with the planets you understand in your dimension and other places. All of this over a long, long period of time was brought to order a long time. Not in the six days, which is written in your book of religious wisdom, no, over a long, long period of time. But before then, before then, there was 
a law, a ruling, which was the Mogadol law. And then before that, there was life and an order, which was known in spirit from the book of Droik. And the history is contained within that. Very simple, but there it was. And who knows what may have been before then, which is not recorded. There are many, many spirits. There are many billions of you living as humanoids on the earth, each with a keeper of the door. You would call perhaps a guardian angel, a spirit who is attendant upon you throughout your life while you are living within the earth. And they return home with you in spirit. So that is a vast vast number of spirits who have been created by the great mind since those early times. So those who exist from the time of the fragments are just a very small number. But even so, we are there. And we live eternally, as long as the great mind would have it. Thank you very much, Lord. Now we're coming to the end of our podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering if there's anything else you'd like to add before we close. No. It, this perhaps is a little difficult for people to accept. This is all part, just a small part, of the history of a part of the universe, which is vast, vast. And knowledge of these times and before is contained in writings, in books, as you would understand at home, and even in the minds of a very few spirits, some of this history is held. But it is so varied, and all I would wish for people of the earth is for mankind and womankind to be able to open their minds a little, to explore that which is out there using their mind, not their brain, their mind, to give thought, to think more, and to look 
quietly within your mind, for within is your memory. Overshadowed by the activities of the brain, but nonetheless might surface during a time of quietude and meditation. And it would give you much. And that is what I would wish for you. Thank you so much, Lord. It's been a pleasure speaking to you again. It is my pleasure. Thank you. The Erasmus Foundation is a spiritual teaching and healing foundation based in Laxfield, Suffolk, in the United Kingdom. We have a webpage, www.erasmus-foundation.org. If you would like to be a guest on our podcast, or indeed have further questions for us, then please contact me on paul at erasmus-foundation.org and we'll do our best to accommodate you. Thank you very much for listening.